Hi, welcome to the Parsha's Kairach edition. This is a very fascinating Haftaira, which is sort of in the middle of a story. The Kal Yisrael is, is in Shmuel Aleph, the end of Perak Yud Aleph, through most of Perak Yud Bez. The storyline is that Shmuel was the leader of Kal Yisrael. He was not a Melech, he wasn't an official king. There was no king at that time. And earlier, we found that Kal Yisrael went to Shmuel and they requested to have a king. This is in Parakhes. It says, Like all the nations, we would like to have a king. Shmuel was unhappy with their request. Hashem told him to go ahead and honor their request. We'll get back to that soon. Shmuel is Mamluch Shol. Shmuel goes and anoints Shol to be the king of Klal Yisrael. He wasn't yet accepted by the majority or the in parcel, the big chalik of Klal Yisrael. He was until a story that occurs right before our Haftarah, where he saves Klal Yisrael. And then our Haftar begins by saying, Let's go up to Gilgal and we will renew the kingship of Shaul. They go up to Gilgal and they, they do so to show the nation's respect of Shaul and their appreciation that he's their king. And then Shmuel gives his drasha, his uh, what we would call a farewell lecture to Klal Yisrael. And he again uh, disclaims his displeasure with their choice that they needed to have a king. And he said, Again, this is a passage that we will read in this after. He said, answer me. Whose animal did I take? Who wants to come forward and say that they were dealt unfairly by me as a as a as a ruler? Who did I take bribes from? Who did I uh, deal unfairly with? And Klal Yisrael says that this didn't happen. Where you're correct. Now, the reason why we read this Haftarah this week is because of the, the fact that this is very similar to a passing in this week's parsha, where Moshe Rabbeinu tells Klal Yisrael, whose animal did I take, where he's proclaiming his innocence in the, against the accusations of Kairach and his camp, who were accusing Moshe Rabbeinu of doing things for his own gain and without the proper uh, respect or the proper channels to, to go through and and he appointed himself on Kali Yisrael. What's uh, in the general picture is also we find that Shmuel was, uh, some of Kali Yisrael were unhappy with their leader, similar to, to our parasha. I once heard from Shiva from Azban Shlita, who proclaimed that, he said that we see from our Torah how important this idea is, that the fact that we that we relate the Haftarah to the parasha on this point, that we see how a leader has to be extremely clean, how he has to, uh, everything he does has to be transparent, and has to be without 
reason for people to to dislike his anhaga without people to to raise questions on what he's doing. And that's exactly what Moshe Benu did in our parasha, and that's what Shmuel is doing here. Now, the Haftarah ends with a, a famous pasuk we say in Mayrev during the weekdays, famous pasuk. Now, why did they have to go and be mechadisham hamalucha? What was the point of that? The Malbim quotes that Barbanel says that the king, besides for getting the approval of the proper authority, whether the Navi or Sanhedrin or however kings are appointed, it has to also be done through the the will of the people, or at least that's how it should be done. And since there were people who didn't appreciate Shol, therefore they had to go and be Mechadisham HaMalucha. This Malbim is in the end of Perak Yud. Uh, an interesting point to, to ponder, and I've, I've heard this question being addressed before, was what status did Shaul have as a king? We know a king has special mitzvahs. There are special halachas that a king has to follow, and special halachas that people have to follow vis-a-vis a king. Uh, a king is, is not able to be Michael on his covered, and did Shaul have that status during the time when when Shmuel appointed him, um, first it wasn't known at all that he was the king. Then there was a second point where people knew that he was the king, but he wasn't yet fully appreciated until the events of Araftar, where he is Mechadisham Hamalucha, where they renew and re-king Shaul as the as the first king on Klal Yisrael. The um, Malbim back in. Perak Ches, where where Shmuel, where Shmuel is complaining how the people want to make a king, he addresses very barichos why what was the issue with it. And in fact, we find in the, the Psukim tell us that in in uh, in I believe it's Parsha Shoftim in, in Dvarim that they'll make a king. The Gemara tells them is whether it's a rishus or a mitzvah, whether it's something voluntary or this yeah, you're supposed to do. What was the reason that Shmuel was upset at them? And he quotes from the Farshim. It's actually a Ramban in Bayechi on Liyasa Shevet Mehuda, who discusses exactly what Shmuel, what Shaul's role would have been had he not um, done the 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 instances later in the, in in Shmuel where he lost the kingdom to David. The uh, we read in the Torah of Parsha Zachar, and um, what would his role have been in Kal Yisrael? He assumes he would have been a melech for his shevet or for part of Kal Yisrael. But either way, he explains this idea that Shmuel was upset that they should have waited until after his rule, until after Shmuel was nifter. It wasn't covered for him. The Malbin brings this mahalach, and he explains other ideas as well, one of them being that Kal Yisrael was on a madrega. They were on a level where they didn't need to have a king, and their they were sort of preempting and they were pushing a mahalach of teva, a, a, a way of, of nature instead of the a supernatural. So we find this idea that Klal Yisrael, at certain point, especially in the in the parishes that we're reading, they were living a supernatural life, supernatural levels, and and uh, throughout their their um, travels throughout through through the midbar. And they kept on pushing themselves down, and some of them, Farshim explained this was in a way to get themselves used to 
Mahalachateva, the way of, of nature, and sometimes we find that they were held to task for the fact that they were pushing them out, for the fact that they didn't let things go naturally, and they instead wanted to um, push things into a natural way. And this is one of the reasons why they wanted a melech. And a melech is, is a way to get the, the nation together and to get everybody to, to follow in a normal way of being. And in fact, before the melech, we don't find that Kali Yisrael was worse off in a general sense. We do find in certain cases the Pesukim tell us that when there was no Melech, there was a certain amount of free range, people were able to do what they want. But in a general sense, we don't find that Kalal Yisrael as a whole was worse off before they had a king, and um, and the potential of a king to uh, to corrupt things also became more apparent after they had kings. And these are some of the ideas. And um, in fact, just a, a general aura about the... Um, the king, the the kingdom of or the or the reign of Shaul, the Gemara tells us that there are certain halachas that apply only to Malchus based David. One of them is Malchus based David are allowed to sit in the Azara of the Beis Mekdash. Another one is that only Malchus based David get anointed with Shemen Hamishcha, not Malchus Yisrael. Again, when Kleis, when the uh, Malucha split up later, they did not get these two things. The Bishkov explains that this. How these halachas did not apply before David was the king. Before there was a Bechira, before there was a choice, before Hashem narrowed down the the scene and chose David to be a Melech, which again happened a little while after Shaul, again, the end of Shaul, and that's when Shaul moves on. That's when uh, Shaul loses the, the, the kingship. But... Um, at this time, Shaul was the king, and he had all the status of any king. There was no alternate of what we would call Malchi Yisrael. And another point here is that we mentioned that Shmuel is giving his farewell speech here. Rashi, in the beginning of Dvarim, quotes this as one example, that we only give Musr before someone... Someone should only give Musr before they pass away, and Rashi gives reasons there. But one of the examples he quotes is that Shmuel over here gave this... Uh, rebuke to Klai Yisrael shortly before he was Nefter. I wish everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Kol Tov.